Hey everyone, it's Laura Molitor here again with another Divine Purpose Insights podcast. I'm your host of this weekly program and Divine Purpose coach and spiritual activist. You can find out more about me and what I do at beingfreenow.com. You can subscribe to this podcast and please feel free to share if you like what you hear. I think I could use a few more amens in my life. How about you? I thought we'd talk a little bit today about bringing in some conscious amens to our days and seeing how that might help us feel a little more of that gospel feeling, that good news feeling, that sense of praise and uplift and peace. So from the sources I looked at, amen is said to be a Hebrew word meaning true, also firm and faithful. When used after a prayer, as many of us may commonly do in services or in our own prayers, it's an affirmation, a confirmation that this is truth and that I believe it. It seals the prayer or any idea stated or thought with a confident consciousness that the truth is being said. And therefore, it is also important to know that one believes in the fulfillment of that idea, that statement. Now, a study of the word amen can take you down a rabbit hole. It's a wonderful, interesting study. Um, it seems to go across uh, different faiths. Um, different languages use a similar word. It's very interesting. Anyway, as we sometimes are apt to pray or even think about important ideas about ourselves and our lives, do we sometimes leave out that final amen? Now, that doesn't have to be the word spoken, although it can be, but perhaps we can be a little more conscious of what we're thinking and praying. And that's important. Are what we're saying or praying meriting an amen? Do they feel like truth? And do we genuinely believe them? If the things we say and pray are worthy of an amen, then maybe I need to really take a pause and give it that conscious trust, that extra enthusiastic, so be it, that is another sense of that word at the end of a prayer. The amen adds a moment of reflection and an eager expectation. And again, it's not about the word itself, but about how we're approaching our lives and what we find important. If we're losing enthusiasm, maybe it would help to look at what we're doing and see if it's amen-worthy. It may mean looking again at why we're doing something. When we go a little deeper to our higher purpose, the real motive, can we say in our hearts, yes, amen to that. It's good. There's love in it, life in it, God in it. So I say amen to that. I think that amen can also have such a finality to it. And I mean that in a good way. Putting an amen or that thought that I believe in this as truth at the end of a statement or thought means we shut off the yeah buts and the ifs and added qualifiers. So if we say or pray, for example, God is love and say amen, we are saying this is true as stated and we believe in its completeness. There's no addition needed. We've stopped in its tracks the idea that says God is love, but not today, or not for me, or not in this realm of my experience, or not for that other person. That's a simple example, but I think it makes a point that can apply to other prayers and affirming thoughts. The amen stops the mortal thought from running amok with concerns and fears and settles us into the completeness and truth of the idea and into what is also important, a sense of gratitude and praise. 
We surely have seen or been in a group where an amen lifts hands and heads out quickly into a hallelujah. Amen, hallelujah. There's not only a beautiful acceptance of truth, there's an enthusiastic love of it and appreciation for it. In the Psalms, the writer uses the word twice. I like that. I often say that actually to myself when a resonant idea comes to me, amen and amen. Here are a few Psalms with that repeated amen. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel from everlasting and to everlasting. Amen and amen. And blessed be his glorious name forever and let the whole earth be filled with his glory. Amen and amen. Blessed be the Lord forevermore. Amen and amen. There's a praise in this, a blessing, a joy, a sense of confirmation and reconfirmation. This is truth. Oh, yes, this is truth. And Jesus, as he often did, took it to another level. He started his statements with amen. He said, this is truth, and then stated the truth. Some translations use truly or verily, but others use that word amen, as in the Douay Rheims 1899 American edition. Jesus was letting his listeners know that the truth was coming, so wake up and receive it. Here's John 5, 9 from that translation. Then Jesus answered and said to them, Amen, amen, I say unto you, the Son cannot do anything of himself but what he seeth the Father doing. For what things soever he doeth, these the Son also doth in this manner. This is truth. So let's just think about adding some amen moments to our lives starting with truth, affirming it, standing with it, accepting it, rejoicing in it, and letting it be a starting point for our thoughts, our actions, revelations, and for healing demonstrations. Those are just some thoughts germinating today with me. Hope they're helpful to you. If you have any questions or comments or want to talk more, feel free to contact me at lauramolitor at gmail.com. Thanks so much for listening. Amen and amen. We'll see you next week.